Like Fun is a craft beer and comedy podcast that offers a brief respite for women and men with real responsibilities. Featuring Greg, a tall, dark, everyman who knows what he likes, and Josh, Like Fun's resident beer quality expert. Together, our hosts take you on a journey of inebriated mirth so wondrous, it will feel as though you are having something like fun. Like Fun is not for kids. Unless those kids are from Wisconsin and accompanied by a legal guardian. If that's the case, come on, kids. Have a seat, throw one back, and listen up. Because life is too short not to like fun. Hello, and welcome to the show that watches their co-host take an awkward sip from a stein that's way too big for this it's show. Full it's full to the top. It's, it's illustrious and beautiful, and this show is not so exalted. Um, all right. <laughs> this is the show that has fun uh, and dismisses traditions of the past that, that hold us back. Uh, this is the show that keeps it positive and doesn't allow um, gravity to drag us backwards. Uh, we are going upwards. And this onwards. Sh- this show is like fun. As always, I'm Greg. And this is Josh. And the mug is of perfect size because I will show you the vessel from whence I poured. What did you pour my, from? My... Full it is a beer the full mile mile and kitchen. Yep. Also the kitchen. Oh. Uh yeah, 30, 32 fluid ounces. So it actually filled it up once and then like another half time. Hold on, let me show you the hold on. Oh yeah, that was crisp. Very nice. Let me show you the one that I'm pouring from. It's like break the tab off. Clamato. Little oh, Montaki no. cold snack, baby. Oh, that was one of the review beers we discussed. If we ever do a live show, maybe that should be a thing that we do, where we like just, just get folks to chat, like what they think the beer is going to be, as uh, we slowly release hints. What What would be nice about it is your video is gone, Joshua. Because my mom tried to call me. Oh, uh, my mom. I had to hang up on mom. <laughs> I told her that we were recording at 8. I told, Mom, I told you. Recording. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, I can't believe I just hung up on my mom on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Kentucky Cold Snack was on the list. It was on a short list of burrs. Montauk. And Montauk. Montauk. Oh, yeah, because it's Montana, but it's... Mm. Are they from Kentucky? And why is there a horse? I don't care. Anyway, um, I have almost picked that beer up, I don't know how many times, but I've never had it. It is. Because it's not the review beer, I can safely say. Yeah. It's everything you want. It isn't. (laughs) Not just in an adjunct lager, like... 
in a lover, <laughs> in a companion, <laughs> a life companion. It's everything you want. It's, um, I, cause like it became more popularized maybe like a year ago. They started stacking it in the corners in uh, Woodman's to try to get attention. I did, has it looked like that the whole time with the blue can and the rainbows? That that's an excellent question. I'm not sure. It is kind of it's retro. It's got that sort of retro right. chic. Yeah, like a late seventies. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like a like Billy please, beer or something. Please drink this. <laughs> mm. Um. I like yeah, we it did not. It's a it's an excellent beer back for like a bloody or something. Oh yeah, and uh, the review beer will is is the mm. classic I think. Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah. Um, oh boy, I just really blanked. This is good. <laughs> I was good really radio. Ago. This is good radio. <laughs> Don't worry. The uh, the the silence killer filter will get rid of that. Um, That's a thing that we have. Oh yeah. That's amazing. I, I pull. I pull silence out. Nobody wants to hear silence. Oh, um, so we we sound like like we're on it. Like we're, well, we're in, we are disc, no, disc jockeys. <laughs> that's the good the the good thing about this show is we're authentic. Like I haven't told you that until now, episode like eighty two. <laughs> and I think what good comedy podcasts do is like they give each other time to like think of a snappy comeback, and everyone understands that like. The viewer won't see the silence, you know. So you say like you get a setup, and then like someone's like, "Okay," and then they they think about it, and then they're like, you know. So the rabbi says, "See you later," and they're like, "Ah, I." Okay, so yes, and in true comedy fashion, um, I. I do believe that we are authentic, and I do believe that that comes through in the fact that we're often not funny. Mm-hmm. Yep, and sometimes the audio stinks, and sometimes <laughs> you there is just entire like... entire episodes. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to release both of these in kind of like a duel. So we did one like right before the election, oh. and it is, it is November 19th, and the election is apparently still not over. Oh, it's done. So, so it's going like to be like a little, a little, a uh, little vertical tasting, a little. Yeah. Uh, People like are going to be like, oh. taste them beforehand, taste them afterwards, yeah. see what. Uh, That's what get. What's tasting with your ears? Uh, they'll invent I, that someday. Yeah. <laughs> Oral investigation. Ooh. <laughs> that's my. That's a that's a Google search term <laughs> that yeah. I got to delete. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, all right, okay. So the the I don't even remember what we were talking about a Montaki cold snack. Mm. I think. Yeah, you were drinking Montaki. And what what's the what's the variety that you're drinking? I'm sorry, I know that it was from this Full is, Mile. This is Full Mile's Hazy IPA. Ooh, their Green Wire, which is kind of like their um, basic IPA, which is a hazy, which is you know not my favorite style, but it's um it's a pretty. Uh, tolerable hazy you know it's not like there isn't a thick texture there isn't lactose sure um i feel like um skyler i think his name is who moved from octopi to uh full mile um didn't like as i did not really like the amount of lactose they put in everything Mm -hmm. um 
Although there are beers that Octopi makes that where it works, like Galaxy. Um, it was quite a bit. Of it was overdone it. for a while to the point where I think I like a couple of years ago I went down to Nashville and everything down there at that time had lactose in it. It was and the I, big thing. I came back from that vacation. I was like, I can't, I can't do anymore. <laughs> right. Especially like, you know, your big beers were like. It used to be hard to make a big old dessert beer like the um, beer we did two episodes ago. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. To get that much residual sweetness, you had to spend a ton on malt, and then you probably had to spend quite a bit on hops to get that to balance. And now there's an easy solution. You just do it. Let's just dump a bunch of lactose in there. People love it. They don't. <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, uh, so no lactose as far as I can tell in the hazy here. It's nice. It's a six point five. So it's you know pretty. Uh huh. You know, middle of the road for an IPA. Um, it's got a nice smell because it's fresh. I think they made a new batch for a. They did like a drive-through. Oh, nice. You know, Drive through, pick up some crawlers, pick up some unbaked oh, yeah. glass nickel pizzas. Can't get close to people. Um, right. Wait, glass nickel's doing take and bake now? Yeah. Well, Take's at these events, yes. That's and it's amazing. good. That's Because you can actually, you know how they roll all their shit in semolina flour? Like yes. Like the bottom of their, like it's all over the bottom of the box. Yeah. Well, you can dust a little bit of that off and like maybe put some olive oil in the bottom of your pan or on your stove and it yeah. really crisps up. And, um, I think the thing with glass nickel is like they make that shit as soon as you order it and it sits mm. in the box too long. So it's never crispy. I don't I I mean like, I'm not you gonna cast a, any sort of shit. It's not bad. I'm just saying glass ever, nickel. Have you ever gotten a glass nickel pizza that you would call crispy? I've never requested it crispy. Oh. I know well, I, I wanted how glass nickel makes it, Josh. Yeah. High as hell and Yeah. They, 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 they forget <laughs> one ingredient every time. Contact high just from opening the box. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Ooh, I'm, and I'm getting I don't know, floral <laughs> smell. So the green, green wire is the name of your beer. Is that in reference to the wire that you should never cut, or is that the one you should always cut? I think that's I think that's the one you always cut. You never cut the red wire. Never cut the red wire. Always cut the green never. wire. Always cut the green wire. Oh boy, we got to watch SWAT again. <laughs> Live on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Off. And then Officer we got, and then we got to SWAT a bunch of people uh, <laughs> in public service. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> swat, 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 swat. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's a good beer. It's not the one that I always order because they make um, a cream ale that's like out of this world good, and then a coffee base of that same beer called Lazy Bones, which is like um, I can't remember if it's Collectivo or Beans and Cream mm. coffee, and they just let that they they make a tincture and they put that in there, and it's phenomenal. Um, so I always end up getting that. Or one of their specialties, but green wire is fine. I don't want to draw too much attention to the words that we're using today, but tincture. 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 Where you let a thing, like a a thing of value, sit in another thing of no value, and then you sell it to idiots for more money than what the original thing was worth over the volume. And that is called a... Tincture. Tincture. Okay. Okay. You like that? I made a tincture of saffron and olive oil, but like I put like a thread of saffron in twenty eight well, right. gallons of olive oil. Yes, and then I sold it to housewives for, for your paella. Yeah, 
for my pal. <laughs> mm. But really, I tell him it's for vaginal rejuvenation, and I'm a millionaire <laughs> now. Think of all the things you could plausibly tell people Saffron does, because they'd oh, have geez. no way of knowing. <laughs> yeah. um, they can't afford well, it. It's from the Middle East, so like, if you have a disobedient child, just rub that into I their think, eyes. I, I think it's Africa. I think it's the coast. I think it's the Atlantic coast of Africa. Is it? Really? I believe so. I didn't know that. Don't have the don't have the the fortitude to go into Wikipedia to figure out where. That's Saffron my is mic from. drop moment. So anyway, I'll be seeing y'all later. <laughs> I believe saffron is farmed in Algeria. All right, everyone. I'll see you later. I'm sorry, it's from the uh, east coast of the Red Sea. <laughs> That's why it's so rare. Um, I have several good things happening in my life right now, Josh. Oh, what's uh, good with you, Greg? But, oh, okay, well, you're going to beat me to it then. Um, I was set- <laughs> I like to set myself up, up on that. Like, I have a lot of good things to tell you about By the way. Josh. Josh, I have... So many exciting news pieces from my own life to tell you about, Josh. Oh, yes, Josh. I have, I have exciting, <laughs> exciting tidbits to share. Oh my with god! You. Did, did you get another cat? Jo- oh, oh no, no, good, no. Oh, good things. Just ask me what's going on. What is happening? Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, what's good with me, Josh? Well, thanks for asking. Um, what? Oh, yeah. What? That first of all is you. good. That was good. Uh, what is well, good with Montucky. me? <laughs> the Montucky. The Montucky is very good. Burping an adjunct logger is actually one of my favorite I don't think it's Montucky. I think it's Montucky. I know that's not how it's spelled, but I think it is. Um, <laughs> What's good with me? Uh, you know, a whole boatload of stuff. We were we were corresponding this week about some stuff that's good with me. Uh, absurdist comedy. That's very good oh, with yeah. me. Uh, absurdist comedy is back. Back in action, baby. Um, with uh, Auntie Donna. Uh, which that's great. I, I have rewatched that Everything's a Drum sketch um, <laughs> 30 times. That one that More. I sent. The one that I sent you, the uh, isn't that relatable? <laughs> Same thing. I watched it over. I sent it to my in-laws. And of course, it's, you know, it'd be like the same thing about, like, if someone wrote their parents a postcard about Monty Python in, like, 1982. Like, I, I was watching this show from Britain. And, exact same and, reaction. They're like, wow, that was a thing I watched. <laughs> I yeah, I've been trying to spread the gospel, as it were, because I, I I'm always concerned that these style of shows don't get enough attention, and uh, I've reached out to a number of people, and they've all been like, uh huh, <laughs> that's yeah, uh, yeah. Was that was that what you wanted to talk to me about? <laughs> was there was that that was just like a segue, right? Um, but no, like that's 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 great, um, and I binged it. And I've realized so too that in addition to that, they're they're a comedy troupe that has a long history yes. on YouTube. They got tons of videos on YouTube. So it'd I've almost been, be like um, uh, if uh, Childish Gambino got back with his college buddies and did a show more, on Netflix. More Derek, and comedy. then you realize, like, oh my god, there's a whole trove of this on somewhere on the internet, Derek comedy, which was also. Um, 
moderately absurdist, but oh, I mean, like yeah, it's it was, in that it category. I think it was absurdist yeah. comedy. It was absurdist yeah. comedy. The lemonade one was certainly, oh, and, the, and the Xbox one was pretty, yeah, absurd. I love that. They had uh, Bobby Moynihan for some reason, which I never quite understood. Uh, <laughs> At that point, they probably just like knew a guy who knew him. And <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it. Was just the New York comedy scene. They were all at NYU, weren't they? Um, yeah, that was. But they were like our age, or they are our age. They are our age. Yeah, and that's Childish that Gambino was, was our age. Why don't? Why aren't we muscular dancer, rapper, comedian? Because <laughs> Josh, this is America. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Was that a, was that funny? I don't know. I said a thing that I knew was associatable with a person. I heard um, the audience laugh. Oh. We do have a live studio audience, which is very unsafe right now, I have to point out, for us to be out of our homes in a studio and just packing people in. Yep. Like like 150 people on this on this set of risers here, which is <laughs> just, just shoulder to shoulder. Well, we blew our entire show's budget on those risers, so... <laughs> And they're fiberglass, so everyone's going to complain about it afterwards. I, I love the idea of us having a budget and then <laughs> spending it on just being like, no, the people just need to be here yeah. um, and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever sat in Mansfield Stadium? Yeah, you know I have, Josh. Deep And deeply regretted it afterwards? Yeah. I- I was at a uh, Memorial West game recently, and I was like, oh, uh, this is both of their stadiums. <laughs> I forgot oh, about that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Fucking West. <laughs> Tell me they still suck ass. Uh, I, it depends Depends what, what, which uh, ass you're asking about. <laughs> um, football's ass? Yeah. yeah. At football? Yeah. We still yeah. beat them on a regular basis? Absolutely. Thunderous. Good. But even though Harris left. No, Harris is still there. Oh, Harris is head coach yeah. now? Yeah. Didn't he like leave to coach La Follette for a minute and then they were like, no, please come back? Uh, maybe. I, I'm new, yeah. buddy. I'm new. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, all I know is Harris is there and I see him in the hallway sometimes and I go, hey, coach. Um, and he's like, I have two pills. <laughs> he is, the red he pill is, will take you further down the rabbit hole. He has the you deepest. You take the blue pill. Most just like intensely uh, uh, erotic voice. No, that's not fair. This could get out. Uh, he just has a very deep voice. God damn. Yeah. That's what we all kind of agreed. Like, oh, fucking Harris is like Morpheus. And he was like reasonable and like not an idiot. And yeah. No, it's a good dude. Stoutly anti-racist. Like most of the speeches that we got from him on the bus were like, how about how Middleton and Sun Prairie and Janesville and Janesville Craig and Rockford is just full of racists and we need to hate them because <laughs> of the things they did in the 80s. <laughs> we're like, in the 80s? Like the 1880s? And he's like, no, when I was your age, they did these terrible things. And we were like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> like, they would hang the black players in effigy before we got into the stadium. <sighs> they would shout the N-word constantly during the game. And we were like holy shit we have to murder these people <laughs> that was yeah 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 that's the that's that's the, you know you get outside dane county you go down south to uh well technically sun prairie is where i live and it's sun in prairie oh you mentioned sun prairie, sun prairie. Uh, 
That is, yeah, no, I, uh, the, the, the stadium still stands and someday, God willing, it will be like fun stadium. Someday that would be, that should be our main goal is to level Mansfield stadium and then build like a worse, less comfortable stadium. No, I would say smaller, but aluminum seats instead of those terrible pink ass itchy. (laughs) Ones, but also like ones that like small children could fall through. The ones, oh yeah, the ones where you're walking along and you're like, I'm gonna break my leg. Ooh, yeah, I, I'm, like, yeah, I'm gonna m- fall down here and I'm gonna just crack a femur. One misstep, yeah, femur and nut it. You're gonna nut it real hard too. <laughs> where like it's clearly more comfortable and nicer under the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where bitches get pregnant. So, I uh, yeah, hey, you know. And that's why I'm saying you got to make it. You got to make it nicer under there. Hey, Josh, yes. I have a I have a question for you. What's uh What's good with you? What is good with me? And I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again on account of there's a resurgence. And I probably said this thing that is good with me during the first surge, and now it's like surge two or three. So surge two point five, we'll call it. What is good with me is tabletop gaming. Josh, I am shocked that you would be into something <laughs> that is usually reserved for the realm of, I don't know, like geeks or, dare I say, nerds. Yes. Um, so the whole, you know, we were both into uh, fucking HQ and uh, You Don't Know Jack and the oh, yes. Steam, you know, all the Steam games, all the Steam games that people were into. Um, and it kind of ran its course. I think people just got bored. Like we had like a More weekly thing, More or less, for like yeah. eight or nine weeks, and then like it trickled in. You know, like well, let's do it again. Like in July, I think I probably yeah. did it with my family or my in-laws. Um, at one point, and then people just kind of oh, that's it. And then like second surge or two point five happened, and people were like, "You guys want to fucking like do something online?" And I was like, yeah, let's play uh, fucking, um, what's the You Don't Know Jack series game that I'm forgetting the actual name of, but the You Don't you don't Know Jack folks made it. The Jackbox games? I Jackbox, yeah. Jackbox. The Jackbox. Right, Jackbox. All the Jackbox. Jackbox. You know, Drawful and whatever. Oh, sure, yeah. They got tons of good stuff. Yeah. Um, but they do, yes, they, they wore thin. Yeah. You, know, you can only do that so many times with the same group of people, and they don't, you know, they only make one of those every couple of years. I'm sure they're not easy to make. And folks were like, no, I don't want to do yeah. that. And I was like, what about Cards Against Humanity? And they're like, how do you do that on the thing? And I showed them the app. Yeah. There's like a free website where you can draw random cards and then you play them and then you have the voice over or whatever. And they're like, no, <laughs> we don't want to do that. <laughs> That's too much. And I was like, I could set up another D&D campaign. And they're like, fuck yes. And I was like, that's the first time, like, non-regulars have ever been enthusiastic. I got to say that 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 resonates for me. I was just thinking about D&D recently being like, (laughs) that game is actually, like, fucking designed for right now. Oh, yeah. For sure. If you can can solve the basic technical issues. Right. And, and And I did it as the simplest as I could. We're doing whatever it is, fifth edition, but I streamlined it. So it's like, you know, don't worry about your copper 
pieces and your turkey or whatever, your salted, your your cold chicken <laughs> and your donkey and all that shit. Like it's just like storytelling, and you have these spells. There's no spell slots. You know, I don't know. You know, spell slots in Thaco or armor class or all that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, give, where you like? Okay, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 again, the technical stuff, but the technical stuff that's embedded in the game to make it more, like, right. weirdly challenging. Which which gets rid of two things that I hate about D&D. One of them is rules lawyering. There's always yeah. one person yep. who, like, fucking is like, I want all the components for all of my spells so I can always cast them. And all. So before every mission, I always go out and I get the mushrooms and I get the diamond and the sapphire. And everybody's and sitting around being like, God damn it. God damn and I'm like, And I'm always like, dude, you can cast your fucking spells. I don't <laughs> give well, a shit. Because you're, you're an adequate DM. Yeah. And, and then, so that gets rid of that. And there weren't really any of those people in my extended family who like knew enough about it. There might be one, but I've appeased that person. And then also, I don't give like the stats, so people aren't min maxing. I oh, just yeah. ask, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I ask you, like, oh well, you're whatever. What do you work on for the next mission? Because everybody levels up every mission unless they die. Um, so it's like, what do you do in the meantime? And they're like, oh, I lift weights and I jerk off a lot. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, so you get. I'm going to give you one point in charisma and one point in strength. <laughs> and- and and then you learn this spell, you learn charm, or something, you know, whatever. And thunder wave, which is like the ejaculation, <laughs> to finish to finish that joke. And man, we did one uh, last weekend, and it went like super well. Like I've I've found um, blogs where people do like D and D scenarios that you can finish in an hour and a half. Sure. And we did we did like a holiday themed one where there was like an ice giant in a cave who was a child. And, like, has never gotten a Christmas present from Santa. And they have to, like, get through the dungeon to give um, to give the child, quote-unquote, or the frost giant its present to appease it so it stops crying and the townspeople can sleep. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. It was a seven-year-old and a 60-year-old and then three people in between. And it <laughs> actually worked out. So That's fucking amazing. tabletop... Tabletop gaming slash tabletop phone Zoom meeting gaming. And like everyone who didn't have dice, you can have that shit on your phone now. And oh, I just mailed right. out I just mailed out PDFs. I think the next time I'm literally gonna like mail like fake parchment character sheets out. And they can be level five for like two missions. And it's gonna be tight. <laughs> That's really cool. I like that. I like that creativity. Um, my wife and I have been talking a lot about like creative ways to entertain ourselves, and uh, that is that is a number one legit problem solving right there, Josh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So something to fill the time because we got we're gonna have some time. Well, the good citizens will have lots of time to fill, and then we all and hope then that me and everybody else who's awesome <laughs> some... gonna be down at fucking <laughs> Mondays, baby. <laughs> On State oh, geez, Street, raging. They pour the drink stiff there, Josh. Oh, <laughs> we're quarantined. We're in. A, we're in a severe fourteen-day quarantine. We actually are going longer. I think we're at sixteen days of official quarantine. In that, we haven't gone into a store. We haven't done anything. Oh wow! Uh, and we're going to try to get together with my family, and they are all promising to do the same thing. So. We'll see how it goes. They don't have any children. That is the X factor That's the, yeah. in being able to do this. No kids. 
For us, it doesn't. Yeah, what we do as far as like, gotta go to the grocery store once a week, once every other week. Gotta go to Target or whatever Menards, whatever you have. I don't know, once a month. Yeah, maybe twice a month. They'll they'll TV bring the shit and... to your trunk. They'll bring it to your trunk. You just gotta oh, yeah. shop ahead of time. Yeah. Although, like Woodman's, there's fees, and then... Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. No, it's a super pain in the ass. Yeah. So, you know, we... I mean, we do that, obviously, like we just did with the the booze and the dinner. We always Mm -hmm. do that for the fun stuff, but sometimes um, it doesn't work out. So, like, tomorrow I know I'm going to Woodman's because I got a lot of produce to pick up for the upcoming holiday. Of course. You know, ginger... Rosemary. Ginger. And I don't trust some dirty fingered teen to pick up my rosemary or garlic or fucking squash. I trust him to pick up potatoes, but that's about <laughs> it. But I'm going at eight in the morning when it's just me and like two other old, old people. Yep. Yep. And like, you know, the only time I ever get in contact with anybody is when I go to the cashier area. But my job is already like way more. Right. Right, and I don't risky. Have to, I don't go in for my work either. Like, right. nor, nor nor does my wife, nor any of my family. You know, and that's and that's for real. I mean, I don't know. We're just we're just doing it because I think we're blessed enough that we're able to able to, and yeah. you should, yeah, which is good. Um, what disappoints me and my wife, especially, is uh, you know she drives by a couple of townie bars out in the woods by. Oh, yeah. um, that's where the party's side. at. And that obviously is because there's always like 20 to 40 cars in the parking lot of whatever it is, soft home or whatever they, whatever those bars are called. Soft, Eagle Point. Soft home? Something like that. You Can know. you imagine opening like a badass townie bar and being like, welcome everybody. I know you've been waiting a long time for my really cool locals only like beers on tap. Bud Miller fucking light bar, and it is called Soft Home. <laughs> soft Home. Welcome to my Soft Home. <laughs> and every year we celebrate my super soft birthday party when there's going to be a pony <laughs> and girly drinks. It's wicked soft. It's the only week that you can get creme de mint. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, it's... It's super irresponsible. You know that's what's going on in that bar. It's it's four taps. All of them are domestic. There there's probably you know God and then bless some, them, some Heineken a, for the for the sissies. Well, I was gonna say there's probably a spotted cow tap <laughs> just because you know there's some Wisconsin pride in there, and then like two pizza ovens. So people are just in there all day drinking parade beer. God, that was a dream when I was, <laughs> uh, oh God. Wake up and be like, I guess I'll go to the bar in the morning. And then if you could, like, not have to leave until after sundown. Oh, <laughs> oh, what a dream. Well, I think that I, I think if you ask some Americans, the dream is, you know, forty four thousand dollars a year. Oh, yeah. So you can spend three days a week just doing that. Yeah. Same number allowed into heaven. <laughs> Although they hate that, Jehovah's Witnesses, so I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just talking about my faith here, Josh. <laughs> trying to brighten, oh. trying to brighten things up a little bit, bring Oops. the Lord into this space. 
what is that all about? <laughs> We're heading over the 30 minutes, but what is that? I mean, like, my mom invited those folks into our house. I remember you telling Thursday. me this, and you were just every like, Thursday. They'd damn it, mom! <laughs> they'd have tea, and they talk about anything but uh, whatever they are. The, the witnessing. You know the witness, or I, is did they have a do they have a weird Bible like Mormonism, or do they just misinterpret the regular Bible? Uh, I think they cut out all the liberal shit. Oh, okay, and then it's just about like not having birthdays and yeah. not like they cut out right. Christmas. I know that. And right. They well, cut that's out... a false. That's a false idol, Josh, uh, yeah, and, and that's uh, that's a one way ticket down to the f- the fiery furnace. If you you know. You won't be blowing out candles on your birthday cake. You'll be blowing out the flames on your rear end because the devil's going to be jamming his pitchfork there. Yeah. And then also no Easter. I don't think they celebrate Easter. Yeah, that one's just because they don't believe in uh, rabbits laying eggs. Oh, yeah. And then um, there's no birthdays? No birthdays? Correct. For for individuals? And then also no national holidays. Right. Oh, uh, no dancing. Flag day is a big no-no. No dancing. Uh, yeah, but that's, I mean, without them, we would be poorer uh, in that we would not have Footloose. So well, think about that. Think about that, Josh. That tractor chicken scene. Think about the tractor, no chicken, scene. Think about the tractor chicken scene, Josh. And no music, I don't think. Kevin Bacon didn't know how to drive that tractor, but he won. Well, that's sure. He won anyway. <laughs> he did. So, yeah, I've always, I've, I've, we've never had them at our house, and I've always wanted to ask him, like, what is good about your life? We should ask a Jehovah's Witness. We should bring one on no, the show no. and ask them what is good. No. <laughs> and then the moment they start talking about... <laughs> um, Just play sound effects <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Just play. <laughs> That's, like, the most offensive idea I think we've had yet. Um... <laughs> But anyway, and it's not that I'm uh, totally opposed to all religion. It's just that I'm was more raised than Catholic. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So there is one true God, and, <laughs> and he made a church in the year zero, and that's the only one that still exists. Is that what they taught you, catechism? Yeah. Yes. Well, not the year zero, because Peter created in the year 38. And No, we don't need to do this. We don't need to do this. <laughs> I think this is as good a time as any this for us to the take the old time. break. Let's go to the old the musical break, eh? Hey? Seems 
But that's not why I love her like I do She lights a fire deep inside A feeling that cannot be denied My lady Esther, how I missed her Kiss her. She's a lady of my dreams. She's got all I ever wanted, it seems. And we're back. And as I readjust all of my shit, because I couldn't get the high life. Uh, Way to give it away. Bottle. Oh, yeah. We're, review- <laughs> we're reviewing. For everyone who didn't fucking guess it, we're doing high life. And I got to get a I gotta get a sip in, because, oh, boy, does this take me back? All the way back to 1903, when America was great. Oh. I'll have six schlitzes. <laughs> Whatever's free. Have we <laughs> have we have we done Schlitz? Schlitz should be on the list. I don't think we've oh, done Schlitz. Oh, we gotta go for the gusto. Yeah, straight there's up. There's a lot straight up. there's a lot of ooh, there's a lot of um <laughs> just drop my whole recording studio. Getting a good look at the inside of your palm there. Um there's a whole lot of um, American adjunct loggers that kind of have a Midwest feel. We've done Paps. We haven't done Old Style, I don't think. I thought we did. I I don't know, man. I got. I don't think we've it's one done of the old disadvantages style. of drinking the old brain tonic during this. During this, we need an editor. <laughs> we need a sober editor. We need a Jehovah's Witness editor. Oh, that could really fill things out. <laughs> I feel like that'd be really easy to get. <laughs> like, super easy. We'll pay them in, like, descriptions of caffeinated beverages. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, when it hits the back of your throat, you just feel, like, aware. <laughs> so, mm, and he's like, that, huh? That sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Miller High Life is the review beer of the day. Um, you know, it's, a it was a staple in college. Um, a mutual friend of ours probably always had at least 12 of them in the back of his truck at all times. Um, I don't think I ever bought it though. I drank a lot of it, but I don't think I ever paid for a Miller High Life all four years of college. 
and I'm I'm looking at it, and it's just it's such a it's such a fascinating thing. Such a it emotionally carries yeah. so much weight, and yeah, and then just from a visual perspective, it is kind of kind of fascinating. Yeah, I don't think they've ever done a modern um, like they've never tried to do like a like this is the cool beer. I think it's always been kind of like I think didn't they didn't it like leave for a little bit or is that um, am I thinking of something else? But it's always been the crest, girl in the moon, mm-hmm. and then kind of a classic or um, I don't know more New Times Roman type calligraphy. They never did the high life in a twisty neck bottle, <laughs> so you can drink it <laughs> the faster. The rifled neck, yeah. Just shoot it right down your throat. It was, it was goddamn brilliant. <laughs> well, I'm sure it got a lot of future Trump voters excited about Miller Lite. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, in 1903 until probably um, the mid 1900s. It was known as the Champagne of bottled beers, and then it became the Champagne of beers, just to because most beer, you know, at some point in the mid century, uh, became bottled. Um, as bottle sales exceeded keg and pony keg sales. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was the only beer to be in um, um, miniature champagne bottles. Eventually, they think they call those pony bottles. And I think that's what this is technically, is a pony bottle, what I'm drinking out of. Did you find the actual champagne bottle? They had when you were out? They had, they had them. them. I did not buy them. Uh, they had them at, mm. uh, I believe I shopped at Total Wine. Total Wine? How much were they for? It was like for, three, $3 or something. Geez. I don't know. It was cheap. I think I paid $3 for a six-pack at Woodman's. So um, I see the reason why people are deterred. But there is a holiday actual champagne bottle with not a full heavy um, champagne bottle bottom, but like shaped like a champagne bottle, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I think they're fun. Yeah, it's a fun thing. If, you're, I, you if know. you're getting together, you're being social. I think it's enjoyable. Yeah. You know, something that we might do in four to six months. We'll have a... God God willing. Aged. God <laughs> yeah. willing. We'll get together and we'll be like, let's celebrate. Let's have high life. With this holiday edition <laughs> high life in mid-July. <laughs> Hey, it's not. It, it's good when it's hot out. It's great when it's hot out. It is, especially when it's seven months old. Oh yeah, you leave that yeah, big, you, leave that bitch in the sun. And... I'm gonna, I'm gonna age it right next to my KBS and <laughs> my darkness. It's not good until the headspace looks like cotton candy. <laughs> you know, high life, girl in the moon, cotton candy skies. Um, but yeah, it's an American style lager. It's not a light lager, nor is it a premium lo- premium lager. Um, we thought about doing MGD, which is still on the list as well, which is I think a technically a premium lager, although I think that would score more poorly than this will score on American regular lager, whatever you want to call it. Uh, ooh, see that's the brilliant and it's part. Highly of it. carbonated. Oh, highly God, yeah. carbonated. Oh, and and to the point where I think the BJCP changed um, the style guidelines to um, encourage a carbonic bite mm. in American, um, both light and 
regular lager, and they don't call. It, I think they just call it lager, American lager. It's got a good one and, though. It's yeah. got a good one of all the of all the like cheap work like blue collar beers. Dang, this mm-hmm. one's got that that bite. I feel like I don't, it doesn't happen to me anymore. But when I was a, a juvenile drinker, um, I think I just remember High Life being a little bit more having a little more lager character, which I associated with bad taste. Yep, and then I remember that. Yep, and then also, uh, and now drinking it, car- it's like what? <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and then and then also I remember it being more carbonated, which I remember with hurt taste, so it hurt bad um, back then. <laughs> and then uh, we we probably won't review this beer, but um, High Life Light. I thought about less getting of that and just showing had, up with that to this. I thought that would be funny, but then that, I, that I would, didn't do it because I was like, that could, would destroy the the spirit of the review, <laughs> right? Uh, and it would have, so maybe we'll do it next week. But I do remember that High Life Light, and I haven't had a High Life Light in like 10 years, but High Life Light um, didn't taste as quote-unquote bad, although now that I recognize lager character is not bad, but as a thing. Um, but it had more DMS, and it was definitely tasted higher carb. Yes. Like it even tasted more like champagne, like champagne that had been out in the sun for several months. Yeah, I get that. Like, like champagne that like you you were somehow just tasting the gas <laughs> you weren't <laughs> yeah. you weren't actually tasting the the you know liquid that was there you were just like wow this co2 tastes funny yeah here we have old malt and it is bathed in champagne gas <laughs> bon appetit <laughs> um but yeah so it's um you know it's uh it's high life i you know, I don't think anything sub- describes it better than um, who's that comedian they got to do those Super Bowl commercials that lasted a quarter of a second. I think that's the perfect description for High Life. Was the High Life delivery guy? Yes. I don't remember who's his name. But he's now? actually like a good comedian. He's quite dead, yes. Yeah, he died. <laughs> and we don't even remember his name. <laughs> this is good. This is good radio. But anyway... <laughs> That guy exemplified high life because uh, he's dead now, and he was very bubbly. Yeah, when he was true. when he was around. He played the uh, guy that married the transsexual on Always Sunny. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, like he was kind of a jack of all trades. He did. I mean, like he took off after that Super Bowl. I remember that. He was on a lot of talk shows because he was just like he was literally a Miller. Uh, keg hauler. Yeah, well, but then when they discovered him, do Miller stuff. Yep. He would show up at events, and people would be like, "Yes, <laughs> the High Life Delivery guy is here." Can you do five minutes? Nice <laughs> for no money. Great. <laughs> That's how you get discovered. But yeah, so let's let's kick out this review pretty quick because. Um, I would be remiss to give this anything less than a 36 because it is a um, exemplary exemplary of the style of 1B American Lager. Um, Appearance-wise, super pale, um, but not like Czech Pilsner pale, but quite pale. Straw, I would call it. Very clear. If I would have poured this into a clean glass, it would have been like mirror finish. Some European European lagers would probably be a little clearer, but it's still pretty damn clear. Um, aroma, 
Uh, nope. <laughs> um, flavor. I think a neutral is a good word to describe High Life's flavor. Is, that, um, is, is spit a flavor? <laughs> like the way it tasted, my mouth tasted before, <laughs> but more of it. Like if I could just like spit into a saucepan for 12 hours and then reduce it by about a third and then drink that. <laughs> Which we're going to do on our spinoff <laughs> show. Experience. <laughs> Weird dares. Yeah. <laughs> like like fun cooks. Exclamation point question mark. Um, we call this spit soup. I mean, but in all honesty, it's crisp, dry. The finish could be described as as did we? Mm-hmm. And then um, mouthfeel obviously is low to no body very highly carbonated if there was body because there's so much carbonation in there and it like bites the tongue so hard you wouldn't know i don't think they could spend more money on malt and you wouldn't know because it's so carbonated and i mean like the bjcp describes this like in comments as like strong flavors are a fault in this beer (laughs) (laughs) um some people market them as pilsners but obviously like pilsners have some flavor like there's lager character and hops that stand out to folks who drink those beers on a regular basis if you drink czech pilsner on a regular basis this tastes like i don't know a seltzer to you but none of this is should be insulting like it is what it is i'm sure Um, mr miller is putting us on his list yeah fucking greg josh (laughs) accurate description Um, and I believe that uh, Miller is a corn company. I, but yeah, I gotta believe. I feel like it's a corny beer, but it's not like super evident. So they might put other like there's a million things you can put into this shit. Because here's some science for it: you use a ton of six row barley, which is more susceptible to drought, but it also has a shitload of enzyme in it. So it breaks down other grains like corn and rice and sorghum and beans and mice and (laughs) other things and you put all that shit in there and you let it sit for a long time not a long time but you know hours it breaks down all those um complex carbs into more simple sugars and then you use that to make alcohol and uh i won't comment on how they make this stuff because it's probably super scientific and like if a batch goes quote-unquote bad they fix it by adding alcohol or diluting it with water or adding gelatin or just like having a dog in it for some time like a period of time various things they know they know what they're doing and that's why high life tastes the same when it's brewed in st louis and shipped to oregon as it does when it's brewed in fucking johannesburg and it's shipped to denmark like it tastes the fucking same all the time there's nothing you can do about it um they they have it figured out that's phenomenal i like that it's suppo- I'm reading online just to try and, and get a little bit of detail about this. So it is, it's marketed as a golden pilsner. True. And it's Galena hops and, malt- and malted barley is all that I can find. Is, there's some of that in there. Sure. Did they say golden barley? Yes. Is I feel that like a type can't. of barley? <laughs> no. I mean, like, for, a, for what? For a food scientist or a poet? <laughs> 
For one of them, the answer is definitely yes. <laughs> it's natural. Sure. I mean, I mean, barley is... Um, the nice thing about barley, I mean, as long as you're not drinking it in beer, is it is good for you, and it's one of the last big grains that's not super into GMO. You know, there's not they're not doing a lot to it. They breed the shit out of it, for sure. But, like, they're not breeding, like, fish genes into it. They're just, like, breeding it to avoid drought and to make it more hardy and plumper. And um, either breeding enzyme into it, which is what the big companies want, or breeding sugar into it, which is what, like, crap brewers want. So, like, companies like Miller and, and InBev want more enzyme. So you can stick that shit in the mash and then stick a bunch of cheap shit in there like you know fucking sorghum and babies and whatever and then the enzyme breaks down all the shit into more sugar and then the brewers want um more like the craft brewers i should say want more things like two row which is hardier for drought easier on the environment slightly and then also like tastes better more complex sugars things that are harder um to break down in the in the in the mass so like when you're making your pastry stout or your fucking Vienna, there's still like some flavor left after the yeast have at it. But uh, High Life is like as much six row, which is the enzyme malt, as uh, will take care of the corn or the rice or the fava beans or whatever is cheap at the time. <laughs> Takes care of that and then enough two row to build up some body so it doesn't taste like absolute shit. And then they let it go. And they make a master beer. Um, some of that becomes High Life, some of it becomes uh, MGD, some of it becomes Miller Light. Fascinating. Um, it's fascinating that they can do that. Yeah. It's, the uh, story that I hear is that it's miracles like of science. Piece. Yeah. They have like max, massive circulation tanks that are almost like coffee filters. And the analogy that I heard from a, a couple of brewers um, talking more privately in the <laughs> after party area of the Miller tour is like Miller Lite and like some of their like um, flagship brands are like the first time you pour warm water through a coffee filter. And then like your um, High Life and your Ice and your Beast and all that stuff is like the second time. And then your Old English and your Black Label um, Mickey's 40. is a Miller product. And Mickey's is like the third time, <laughs> which is kind of like doing second runnings as a home brewer. It's like you make, sure. I'm going to make a barley wine, and the first runnings is my barley wine, and then I might make a second running and make that into like a, a Belgian table. Mm-hmm. And that's just smart. But when they, when they describe it that way, as like, this beer that's already not that great is the first runnings, <laughs> and then this beer... That college students basically use as like a, a an adjunct to criminality is the second runnings, and then like the literal forties that fuel uh, rage based crime is the third runnings. <laughs> really building up Miller High Life here, um, but yeah, that's good. I, got, I agree with you, Josh. It's delicious. Like it's great. Um, I do. I mean, I I felt a lot of deep nostalgia, and um, 
I'm not saying that it's bad at all. I'm saying that it is what it is, and it's it's good for what it is. Mm. And I gotta give it a 38.5. Oh it's wow, dang! Yeah. It's on point. It is. It is. It is. The BJCP describes it, and as I'm going through all the points, I'm like, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, yes, pretty much. Um, <laughs> like very slight points off on the like miscellaneous and the taste. I like I like the the idea that you are going through the steps and saying yes to this, just like if you were to go through the steps of like a mobster being accused of racketeering. And be like, yep. Yeah, it seems like they did that. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. For sure. Fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and then the jury comes to a vote and I'm like, not guilty. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but yeah, so Greg, I got some questions for you about this beer. Alright, hold Can on. I get your opinion on it. Oh. And before I begin, have I ever asked you this particular question before about you can stop me. And Greg's getting to another one. Mm. It looks beautiful. It's a fine. It's a fine beer. It's you know. It's it's just, uh, but I, it's a product of a long line yeah. of um, advertising instead of innovation, and uh, you know. And I, I, I think that's what it is. I mean, like, you, you go on to Miller's website, as I am right now, and goddamn, it photographs well. Oh, yeah. But that's because sure. it's in a clear bottle, which we know is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. <laughs> that's why I would bet if we asked our friend Rob in the UK, what do you think about High Life? He'd be like, what? Right. Because <laughs> Precisely. We wouldn't presume to ship this on a container ship like they do with Heineken. Anyway, um, have I asked you this question about if this uh, beer were a uh, a dog in a movie? Yeah. Have I asked I've, that I've never heard this one. Oh, good. If this beer were a dog in a movie where the dog talks, or maybe not. It doesn't necessarily have to be. There aren't that many talking dogs, Josh. I mean... You know, homeward bound. Oh, it counts uh, if the, they can only talk to each other? Okay. <laughs> um, if, if, this, if, if High Life were a dog in a movie, what kind of dog would it be? And who, played, who plays the dog? Who voices the dog? Oh, shit, man. Um, you know, I was recently talking to somebody about Homeward Bound, and I can't remember who it was. <laughs> But because uh, the, the golden, I, immediately I'm like, oh, it's a golden beer. It's the golden retriever. It's Shadow. But I don't remember who voices Shadow in Homeward Bound. Oh, Jesus. I don't remember either. Are you looking it up? You should look it up. I'm going to look it up. Because it's an actor that I think I know, but it's not somebody like who's super, it is. super famous. He might be dead, whoever it is, I think, because he already sounded old in that movie. Which may have been how he was cast. Oh yeah, because Shadow is old and, and like is like people think he dies many times. <laughs> he's the one. He's um, got a mentor, Michael J. Fox. But we all definitely remember that it was um, yeah, Michael J. Fox. But um, anyway, uh, and Sally, and Field. Sally Field, yeah, as the cat. I'm yeah. not looking it up. I just know that part. I know who, Sally Field, and I knew Michael J. Fox. Who plays Shadow? Come on, baby. 
And then Sinbad uh, is in the, the sequel. Sinbad just had a stroke. Did you hear he about did? that? Yeah, he's okay, no. but dang. Is he still going to do stand-up? I hope so. That's one of the biggest regrets of my life, missing Sinbad, when he came to comedy on state. It's, it's wild to me that when I search it, like, Bart the Bear comes up before whoever played Shadow. Because they battle the... They battle the bear, bear that they fight, yeah. <laughs> Bart the Bear plays himself in <laughs> Word Bound. Um, but Michael J. Fox plays Chance. Um, Kevin Chavala plays the boy, I guess. Don oh, Amici. It's Don Amici. Don Amici plays the, Shadow. The Badger Great? Yes, Don Amici, the Badger Great. Did From he, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Born yeah. in Kenosha. Died in Scottsdale, Arizona, as we all do. That is what I was just talking to somebody about. All right, so I don't want to cheat on this, uh, but we just have. Um, <laughs> it was a good conversation. But definitely, like, I mean, it would be Shadow, voiced by Don Amici, because it's it's just so drenched in, as you mentioned earlier, nostalgia. But it's also yeah. one of those things that, like, I I feel like I could have sat down with my, my grandpa and both of us had a high life and just been equally <laughs> satisfied, you yeah. know? But then you also have Chance, the Michael J. Fox, who's drinking uh, Zima, or, or is Zima, <laughs> I guess, is the embodiment of Zima. Is, it, is that what gave him the Parkinson's? Like, <laughs> maybe all the aluminum and Zima. <laughs> and, he, like, the bear comes out, and then Chance is like, let's fuck up this bear. And then, like... <laughs> Don, I mean, she's like, you've got a lot to learn. <laughs> Good. Good answer. I like it. Um, I got some more cinema trivia here for you. Um, if High Life, um, the champagne of beers, champagne of beers, were a cooking or like in-depth food scene from film or... Try to limit it to like sitcom era TV, but a cooking film for sequence. sure. Or if it was, yeah, cooking sequence or like a food, like a like maybe like they like don't use this, but like the Harry Met Sally, she eats the corned <laughs> beef sandwich. Now I'm gonna use it now, and comes or whatever, or fakes fakes it, shows him that she can fake it, <laughs> but not that. But you know, there's you know. There's millions of big scenes. Um, I can give you some some examples of like ones that affect me. If you yeah want. yeah 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 go for it. Um, Rocky, the first Rocky, when he mm. drinks all the eggs, mm-hmm. he doesn't prepare them; he just drinks them. So it just has to be um, a culinary scene of some type, right? Or a, um, or a uh, especially uh, if the food is prepared like. Not necessarily like the Harry Met Sally thing where they give them the food. Yeah. But like uh, fucking Godfather when they make the tomato sauce or Goodfellas when they make the... I think they make bolognese. In in prison? In prison. Yep. Or um, fucking Lebowski every time he makes any drink. Or fucking... Uh, oh, they, Gangs he, of New York. When he just when makes the meat. He just, <laughs> he just, he just <laughs> sears. He just sears like a pork butt. <laughs> For like four seconds, <laughs> if, if that, like he just like lets it kiss the pan, and you're like, oh fuck. 
Did you know that um, in There Will Be Blood, the guy, the kid that plays his son <clears throat> was just some kid they picked up. He wasn't an actor. They the like chi- found the him. child, the literal the child. Okay, yeah, that, like it's his ears blown out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And does that scene with him, and then like they said, like this kid looks like the kid we want, and he doesn't have to say anything, and we'll pay you a bunch of money. And the mom was like, I don't know anything about any of this, so she watched some previous. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis film, and it was not one of the good ones. I mean, like they're all good, but it was not one where like Daniel Day Lewis was a good guy. Oh. And she was like, "Uh, I watched whatever it was, and and there's a lot of those. I can't remember which one it was." She, she I, watched My Left Foot, and she's like, "I don't want my son acting with a cripple." <laughs> <laughs> I think My Left Foot was the one they like gave to her, and they're like, "He's not always a monster." <laughs> Often, but not always. And and I think... And then she was like, oh, okay. And the kids never acted since. Oh, you know. Like, they just saw... They, like, like the they literally just saw him. Yeah. But, uh... I mean, a lot of good acting in that movie. And I think some of it... Some of the best acting was from the child actor. Yeah. Considering. Well, I... I there were... <laughs> I... <laughs> every time I think about that, all I can think about is how much... Uh, he overacted <laughs> in certain sequences. Yeah. I drink it up! Uh, <laughs> but uh, I I also just know that, uh, remember that uh, Paul F. Tompkins had a role in that film, which I think is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I also, by the way, looked up Don Amici, and it was Alan Amici, who was the Badger Great, who was Don's oh. cousin. Huh. Which is fascinating. That's uh, wild. <laughs> so they were like close in age, and they both were from Wisconsin, and their names yeah. were both Amici. So it's understandable that we were a little bit confused, not being a thousand years old and all. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh Jesus, um, I you know I, I'm a, a lover of food in movies. So this is like almost too much for me. <laughs> I'm like really struggling. Cuz like you mentioned of- you mentioned the Big Lebowski and I was like, "Ah, oh, well, when we review Miller, uh Miller Lite, we can talk about yeah. the Big Lebowski because he drinks Miller Lite." Drinks like, quite a what, bit of Miller Lite. Right, which is unremarked upon. Everybody talks about the Caucasians, nobody talks about yep. the Miller Lite. Every Miller Lite that he drinks, I think they're about equal, probably. Yeah. yeah. On screen, a couple of oat sodas. Uh, yep. Um, oh, but I think uh, doesn't uh, doesn't the narrator drink MGD? Well, he drinks a sar- sarsaparilla. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> the the stranger or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, played by Sam. Help me, Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliot. Sam Elliott. That's right. Who should be playing uh, the Texan in? golden compass but uh, unfortunately it went to a broadway star star of broadway um i all right so to get back to your question what would this be from a culinary perspective um i i really think that it's i mean because it's so nostalgic because it's so um meat and potatoes esque Mm -hmm. um you know i I, it's it's (laughs) This is like sinful. I think of ratatouille, 
when yeah. the critic wants, um, which is my still my favorite um, Pixar film. Even though I don't think it's the best Pixar film, it's still my favorite Pixar film. For uh, sure. The, the critic played by the now deceased actor, was it Peter O'Toole, I think? Um, I think so. Who he just loved the dish, which is just a vegetarian peasant's dish, ratatouille. <laughs> right. Which he and, like ate as a child or something. Yeah, or exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's that's what I think of. Um, that's what, at least right now, that's what springs into my brain. It's it's a nostalgic drink. It's simple, um, and it's enjoyed by the elderly. <laughs> yeah, I don't see uh, older people drinking a lot of lactose. You know, double IPAs. <laughs> so. Right. No, and and when I had it i mean like i I bought a six-pack obviously this is my last high life um probably for a while um oh don't say it josh well you know well if if uh if whatever the pandemic is lifted and we can do driveway parties and yard parties and side yard parties again oh yeah um, i would gladly buy this would always be a backup keg Oh, it's great. And you know what I love about this beer is like you buy it and you don't feel guilty if you're like hanging out and you're just goofing off and you start spraying it. You just <laughs> yeah, start like shaking it and spraying it. <laughs> right. Do you remember this the party we went to? This is a long time ago, like junior year at our old roommate's uh, or hallmate's place. It was like the perfect party. It was what, other than the fact that it was like late November and it was snowing. Like, I think it snowed, like, three or four inches, and we had to walk from lakes, Lakeside to uh, East Doty. Are you talking we about Joe, Joe Glasses? Joe Joe Glasses <laughs> and Paul, Paul Simon. Paul, Paul, long-haired Paul. Long-haired Paul. Um, and we didn't realize there was an East Doty. So yeah, we got to, like, that was, that four. was at a time where I was like, wow, Madison's so big. Big. <laughs> Because we got to like 428 West Doty, and we were like, this is not the place. <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's an East Doty. And like, Doty doesn't, not only does Doty not become East West, like at some point, right, by the capital, like, Doty stops yeah. somewhere and then, <laughs> and then restarts later. It's a fucking city. We, we learned a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot that night. But, I, I like the way that you said that like you you would spray somebody with high life because I think they started the party with moostrol. I remember that and it was not and then, good. Nobody wanted yeah. to drink moostrol. No, but we worked our way in through general, it. Have we done a lot of Canadian beer? We should do a no, Canadian. We should do beer. a Canadian beer. We should do a whole Canadian day. Hey? Oh, that'd be a good episode. Yeah. Eh? Um, <laughs> so yeah, moostrol. I, I threw that in like it was a clever thing to say. <laughs> Den. And uh and then, then the second keg was High Life and the third keg was PBR. So it was like you know that Jesus was, running the party. That was a good party. I was thinking about that party recently, actually. It's funny that you brought it up because I was thinking about the concept in uh our youthful indiscretions of you can get as drunk as you want and then you can just walk it off. And you'll be you, sober you, by the time you get home. 
Especially if it's a two and a half hour walk and you get home at five thirty in the morning. I just remember thinking like, oh yeah, that'll work. That sounds yeah. like science to me. I don't know. Especially me, because I think I walked two girls to um, the ladies' dorm, whatever that's called. That was Liz Waters. Liz now Waters. It's now, now it's uh, it's open to all. That's fascinating. Yeah. I walked them to Liz Waters, and then I was like, okay, bye. And then walked the rest of the way back to Lakeshore. <laughs> Frigid. Because I decided to wear like a denim jacket or some shit like that. I, I distinctly remember being very uncomfortable the whole time. That cracks And then our, our our 38-year-old ro- or callmate Paul or something like that. Not Or something Reich. I remember his last name was like Reichling. Yes. Or, yeah. Or some, I remember him. Drank, drank an entire bottle of Old Thompson's. Was that that night? That was that night. Oh my god! I remember seeing him do that. That was incredible. It was, it was like fucking uh, uh, John. Um, oh god, John. Uh, what's his? Why can't I think of his last name from from uh, uh, Animal House? Belushi. Oh, it Belushi. Was, yeah. It was. It was just fucking Belushi. Yeah. And he did that, and I was just like, "That's wild. That's inhuman." <laughs> and he almost died in. <laughs> He got very drunk. Oh yeah, no, he was un- not handled because he was three hundred and fifty pounds. So no one was like, he'd tell stories and we'd be, we'd be laughing at him, and they weren't funny because <laughs> nobody. And he was usually like a a, a grand gentleman most well, of the he time. Got so fucking drunk that but, night. Oh yeah. god. Oh, we had some times, Josh. Yeah. But he was so he was big and scary, and no one wanted it. Like everyone was just like, yeah, Pat. It was Pat, 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 Pat Reichling. Yep, yep, yep Pat. That's hilarious. <laughs> you follow me back home. And he's like, "Fuck this! I'm driving home." Like, no, you, did, you didn't drive here. Remember? Oh Jesus Christ! That uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, I like the I like that answer, uh, O'Toole. From from Lawrence of Arabia voiced the critic, I think pretty shortly before he died. Yeah, yeah, he was, and he was still fighting for that Oscar. I remember. They yep. wouldn't give it to him. They wouldn't give it to him. Died cold and alone and disappointed. <laughs> With no okay. golden gentleman to keep him company. Yeah, right. They would have buried it with him if he would have gotten it. Um. Okay. Last question about this beer. I'm ready. All right. If Miller High Life, the Champagne of beers, sure. were a member of Bowser's military, which e- member would it be? Explain Bowser's military. Bowser runs an army, right? You know, Bowser doesn't really do anything to Mario. At the end of the day, it's all his like more like a gang of thugs. Yeah, he has a yeah. It's a mafia situation. For every Bowser that you defeat in a Mario game, you kill, I don't know, countless Koopa Troopas, sure. billions of Goombas, or the yep. Goombas that are stacked, uh, several of his children or cousins. I don't know what, you know, you got uh, Mindy, the, the, there's the female one, and Louie. Oh, we're familiar. And, yeah. Um, we've, we've played their, their countless iterations in all of the Mario Karts. With the Mario yep. ten- Tennises. Uh, yes, I'm familiar 
you got you know shy guy oh, you know, shy all the bad all the baddies flying red shell turtle flying purple shell turtle because if yoshi eats the purple shell shit goes down i can't remember no. what exactly happens no. he can fly no. that's too something recent. <laughs> that's too recent um, oh, okay so we're going we're going back I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Shy Guy because Shy Guy appeared in Mario Two. Yep, and then was like a sporadic character going forward because yep. Mario Two is sort of regarded as the redheaded stepchild to some yes. of the Mario world. Um, but why I'm choosing it is because he is faceless. Um, and just he is a full-on minion um oh yeah and and hides his identity behind that odd like that weird that mask weird clay mask yeah. i can only imagine it's clay but uh and he doesn't really do anything he just kind of runs around yeah kind of like a goomba where like if he really if he face plants on you you die yeah but but you can literally jump on him and then pick him up and throw him at other shy guys correct Correct. With, I mean, a mushroom, I get it. Like, some mushrooms are poisonous. That's bad. Um, <laughs> some turtles will bite you. That That's terrible. You don't want that. Uh, some guys wearing masks? Quite short guys. Very short, short guys. Really short guys. Yeah. Wearing, like, kabuki masks. <laughs> so running um. around in red robes. <laughs> I, I, think he's, I think it's a shy guy, because uh, I got to say, like, this is... It's a dime a dozen, but uh, I actually really enjoy its presence, even mm-hmm. though it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. It doesn't. Shy Guy is one of the ones that like kind of made it into, you know, like you can't. I don't think you can be a Koopa Troopa in Mario Party for Switch, but you can be a Shy Guy. That's true. I believe. You know, I don't know. I I have it. We, you know, what's annoying about Mario Party is it takes for fucking ever ever to play a game. <laughs> Because there's all those transitions. Like, if they could just cut out the goddamn transitions yep, and just make it a game where you could play it at lightning speed, that'd be incredible. That'd be a yeah. great game. However, however, and this is coming from a parent, the new um, Switch version is a little bit faster than mm-hmm. the, whatever it was, Mario Party 9 or 10 for Wii U. Mm-hmm. And I have Wii, the Wii U one for... Uh, number 10 or 9 and then a buddy of mine on the west side who my son before covid would hang out with he also has that for the wii this is like during the transition so whatever the newest one went across from the wii to the wii u just like mario kart went from the wii u to the switch yeah anyway um you can set the number of turns i don't know if you can do this in the new one um for the play of uh, Mario Party, and we just put all the kids downstairs, give them all the Wii motes, the old Wii motes, <laughs> and then we set it to you know like sixty four turns, and we just leave them, <laughs> leave, leave them down there. We can have a quiet dinner, you know. <laughs> and it's like the kids are young enough. It's like if their shit runs out of batteries, the the Wii mote, which is is a common occurrence, doesn't matter. They don't know. <laughs> Everything's well, timed. Well, bully for you. That's that's a really good uh, discovery that you've made about how to how to be a hands off parent. Yep, well, they I... learn math and timing, <laughs> music. They learn so much when while we're away. 
I was joking with my students this week. I was like, this week, kids, we're going to go a little bit back in time, and we're all going to watch a video together. <laughs> so <laughs> hearken to those moments where your teacher walked in, turned off all the lights, and let the TV do the teaching for you. <laughs> it was great. Even though they've been staring at a screen. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, oh. this has been a hell of a good time, Josh. Oh, I would agree in full. I bet you got a bunch of people to thank. <laughs> Read them, Josh. <laughs> Tell right. us who to uh, show gratitude to. Thank you, obviously, to the Whiskey Farm for doing our intro music and to uh, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades for doing our break music as well as uh as always the cork and bottle string band um none of whom are doing live shows for <laughs> obvious reasons um but are probably at home drinking high life um so thanks again to all those bands and any of the other bands who are willing to um do uh or, or allow us to use their music um including uh the uh still hill and uh, I don't know, you know the guys from else. the Cheers song, the guy, the one, the one guy that sort of let us use the Cheers song, um, <laughs> who just took time out of his day to respond to your email, <laughs> which is wild. <laughs> Probably the highest achievement of the show, I think, marketing wise. <laughs> Such a good guy. Such a nice man. I know. 